That is the megaphone of the great Scott Kaplan. George Shinano here as well. It's good to see Michael dressed up for POW today. Yeah. Well, yeah, but, well, Mike, this I'll is his my pregame outfit. Yeah. 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 Wear my bohemian colors. You know, us immigrants got to Where do you change rep. when you change into your game attire? Right in my car. I just lay on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> You're like a hobo. You gotta be kind of a contortionist. I mean, like, yeah, I'm pretty, pretty impressive for a 68 year old to contort my body like, that way. George, you're a you're a Laker fan. You're driving through the garage. Yeah. You look over. Is it Michael yeah. Thompson with this shirt off? In his when, underwear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. see legs and arms yeah. going everywhere. Yeah. It's a thrill for those people in the you park. Of course. Kaplan's in the corner changing into his spare underwear. You're yeah. changing your shirt. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, you know. That's right. Less of a thrill. Yeah, it, that that is uh, crazy. When hey, uh, Sedano, when I say Pau Gasol, what pops? What's the first thing pops into your head? That he was the perfect complement for Kobe at the exact right time in Kobe's career. Right. Well, remember Kobe had threatened to leave. He Correct. Went, he said, trade me to Pluto. I right. don't care. Right. He did. Uh, well, first he called you guys. Yeah. Right. And then there and then was he also. Went on with called a. everybody. And then there was the video, right, in the strip mall in Orange with County. Bynum. Ship his ass out. Yeah. Jason yeah. Kidd, get the bleep Which, out of here. Get by his the ass way, out of here. Would have been an awful trade. Yeah. Would have been a horrible trade. Yeah. What was the trade? It would have been, well, it was buying him for kid, but in right, order but to was, make that work, you had to it would have been like, Odom. Right, Lamar. Yeah, yeah it would have been like Odom and Bynum yeah. for Jason Kidd, which right. would have been a terrible, terrible deal. Yeah. But they uh but that's what I think of. I you know, Kobe at that time, we were talking about it a little yesterday, was you know, Shaq at that time was winning the battle against Kobe, right? He had won a championship. Right. And the branding the- that Shaq had put on Kobe was that Kobe's the selfish one. Right. And guys around the league at that time were like kind of buying it. The first game back, I remember this because I was there, the first game back when the Heat visited the Lakers, it was Christmas, Shaq's first game back. Crazy game. Shaq got a standing ovation. Kobe got booed. Right. Kobe actually got booed in that game. In his own arena, yeah. Because to your point, he was still taking the blame for that separation. The the branding, uh, you know, was that Kobe was the selfish one. And look, his game didn't help that in some cases. But in that at that time, it was necessary, right? Like he was with the guys he was playing with outside of Lamar, for the most part, were either really young guys or guys who were over the hill, basically. So um Pow coming at that time because he wanted out. And Powell being the perfect personality, I think, to mix I with I totally Kobe. agree with you. Now, you know this better than anyone. And, and you too, Michael. It, he he didn't he doesn't care whose team it was. Like that was he just wanted to win, right? Like that's all he cared about. Yeah. And um Cappy, you ever interview Powell? Never interviewed him. Okay, no. so the thing that comes across is this guy has no ego yeah. for being no. one of the I, I said it to Michael earlier. He's one of the most five famous athletes ever to come out of Spain. Yeah, I heard you guys talking about that. So earlier. he would be, you know, he's up there with uh, Nadal, and- with Sergio Garcia, yeah. and, and Rancho Sanchez Vicario, and Nadal, and, yeah. and, you know, him and his brother Mark. And you would just never know it. If you're sitting next to him on a plane, he would probably never even mention to you that he's a basketball player. He's that guy. I mean, you could probably figure it out, though. Yeah, I mean, when, that you're, when you're 7 1, yeah. you know? Michael, I was saying to George yesterday, tell me if I'm on or if I'm off. But I think that, you know, Kobe growing up, or at least spending part of his childhood in Italy and his father playing basketball in Italy, and Powell being a Euro player and you know somebody who grew up in what I would call more team-oriented basketball, um, that that is what made him kind of the perfect complement mm-hmm. back then. What do yeah. you think? Yeah, because that's how Europeans play. They play team basketball, willing to share. And yeah, they all want to be uh, winners, but they don't have to have the spotlight just all, solely on them. It's all about the team. That's what they. That's the way they teach the fundamentals in Europe. And uh, American basketball players need to learn that. Yeah, they've gone the AAU route. Yeah, oh, Michael. Yeah. Here's a weird question: Would Powell be getting his number retired and be headed for a first ballot Hall of Fame if he was American? 
Oh yeah, well, yeah of course. Yeah, because of his, yeah. his just his game. I yeah, think, his game was good enough. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I think people, uh, you know, he's going to get in because he's the best player ever to come out of Spain. Mm-hmm. But I think that his his talent transcends yeah. his nationality. Yeah, because he would have been over here longer if he was an American. He'd have had a fifteen year career, twenty year career over here instead of yeah. coming over a little later. Yeah, his footwork was impeccable. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I told you the story yesterday that Pat Riley once said at a press conference that one of the guys he lamented not being able to get up to draft was Gasol because he he loved mm-hmm. his game so much. Yeah. So I was listening to you guys uh, when I was on my way up from South South LA, you know, and um, John, you were bringing up something very interesting. My son was in the car okay, and my son goes to college in a small town in West Virginia and he plays football and, you know, the demographics of a college football team are, you know, it's more African-American than it is white, you know? Right. And so he said to me, as you guys were talking about locks, cornerbacks. do they have what? White cornerbacks. No, there's no white cornerbacks. No, there's no, no white cornerbacks. Yeah, there's there's got to be no, one somewhere in America. By the way, remind me to tell you what I think about John Miller after you're done okay, with this, yeah, Kathy. There's no, no white cornerbacks. So anyway, so you guys are talking about, and I'll ask George this question. George, what is locks? It's salmon. Right. Right. George from Miami. He understands yeah. this. You know, he grew up around a bunch of Hebrews. I didn't know locks you know? were salmon, but I knew locks was something you put on a bagel. Right. So they were playing this audio earlier today mm-hmm. of this woman on uh, the Wheel of Fortune, and it was like bagels, L-O, and Blank. cream cheese. You know? right. so yeah. she's like, that was the only thing missing right. was the X. Right. Pat, I'd like to solve the puzzle. You know, bagel with low and cream cheese, right. right? So she couldn't get the locks part of it. Right. And my son is literally in the car and he goes, Dad, I've tried to explain to the dudes on my team what locks are, but they think I'm talking about their hair. They right. think I'm talking about dreads. No they, kidding. They think, L-O-C-H-S. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I said, what? Yeah. Right. He goes, yeah, the dudes on my team, they think when I say locks, they think I'm talking yeah, about I, their dreads. I really, I, I don't think this girl had as big of a brain cramp as she's being no, made I, out to I, be. No, I, I would agree. I think most people don't know right. what if you, if you are not, but why not? Why agree to try and solve the yeah. puzzle? No, that's if the part you don't that, know. That I but won't you can get. also see the panel up on yeah. the board that it's illuminated, which means there's yeah. still another letter that has to be turned around. Right. I mean, if she thought low was a thing, L-O-W. like L-O-W. I don't know, sweet and low. Like, yeah. I, I don't know what she thought it was. Yeah. But she thought, okay, how many L O blank words? Are there? Yeah. yeah. I remember uh, I walked into a bagel shop. This was probably 20 years ago. And it was like an Einstein's bagels or one of these yeah, kinds of right. places, you know? And I'm like, uh, yeah, can I get an everything bagel? I want cream cheese, lox. You know, and the guy's like, what, what, what do you mean lox? What does that mean? I'm like, you know. He worked at a bagel place. He didn't know. He didn't know. Yeah. Einstein's bagels did not know what lox yeah. was because everybody calls it smoked salmon. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm telling you, unless you grew up either in deli culture or some type of Jewish culture, right? 99% of restaurants in America you're not going to be able to find locks specifically called locks. Yeah. So I, I lay off this woman. All right. Um, <laughs> John Miller. Yeah, find no, that, that get sound. To, no. It's great. Okay. So earlier in the show, we told a story about John Miller, the radio announcer for the San Francisco Giants. Now, when Sedano and I do games, George and I both did a game a couple of days ago together, and we're doing another one together on Sunday. Sunday, yeah. There is at our disposal... Uh, Game notes from each team. Each Almost team, too much information. Yeah, each team puts together, <laughs> what did you say, 20 pages of yeah. notes, mm-hmm. and then they have websites, and there's an NBA website we can go to. Literally, we George and I have cheat sheets in front of us, what we call shot sheets. So if a guy's at the free throw line, we can tell you a little something about him. We got numbers, we got names. So John Miller, who is a better announcer than any of us will ever be, is- Hall of Famer. Yeah, is doing a game the other day at spring training. Yeah. And he realizes that the Arizona Diamondbacks have failed to provide any of this information. Right. Uh, they didn't do game notes. They didn't provide a roster. They didn't come by to his uh, They didn't booth, come by to his thing. Kiss the ring. 
And well, no, I, you, your PR person should check in. And 100%. John and John was not having it. Yeah. Uh, this runs a little more in a minute. Here's what John decided to do on the air. Here's a curveball, and that's in for a strike. I'm guessing. I have to guess the D-backs decided. Ah, oh, the heck with the big leagues. <laughs> Let's just not be a big league team for the split squad. Here's the one-one pitch, and a fastball swung on and missed by Bryce Johnson. It's one and two. They have sent no public relations people over here no information about who the manager is or anything at all about him so if they don't want to be a big league team we'll just treat him like a sandlot team so they give us no information about anything so one of those guys on a red shirt managing and a right-hander one of their right-handers on the mound and there's a ball up and away three and two the count. i mean there's certain things that go along with being a big league team Try to act like a big league team. Three and two, the count to Bryce Johnson. Here's Sacconi. And the pitch is bounced to second over to his right. Backhanding it, Castillo. And he throws out Johnson at first. See, I even had names. <laughs> a little homework. On what little we have, which is nothing whatsoever <laughs> from the, uh, the Bush League D-back. Bush League. All right, George, what was your Ma- opinion? Masterclass. Masterclass <laughs> in passive aggressiveness. Um, <laughs> Hall of Fame level passive aggressiveness. And honestly, baseball is the only sport. Well, the question I asked earlier well, was, you can who weave comes, that in like that. Well, who comes off worse there, though? Uh, Miller for complaining or the D-backs? I mean, everybody yeah. complains. Arizona. I think you, think, you think the D-backs? Only oh, because, yeah. But I bet you the listener thinks, wow, that guy's being crabby just for the sake of being crabby. Right. But if it's like if we, if you, whatever your job is, let's say you are a lawyer, right? And they didn't provide you with the proper files for your case, you would be furious, right? Although, and that's what okay. the other side is supposed to do: provide you with their files so you can review them. But, um, you know, and, and any any walk of life has a preparation to it, regardless of what the job is. But the other part of it is, it's a split squad game, right? Oh yeah. So when he says it, the manager is some guy wearing red. It's not their their regular right. manager. So it's not like yes. he's going, it's hey, their bench coach right. or something. Yeah, I don't yeah. know who the manager is. Yeah, I, I, I will say this. I'll I'll. I'll George, I'm sure you feel the same way. If I was about to sit down to do a game and I had no information, oh, I, I wouldn't. I, yeah. I wouldn't do that. Honestly, I, I would. I would say, look, I have no information. I'd go to one of the beat guys. I'd. I'd find. I'd be proactive. So I'll tell you this, particularly when I do football, right? Because there's so many guys on a roster, particularly college football. Yeah, I you got to know ninety guys, five guys, yeah. right? So that week, I will, whether it's NFL or college, but I will always pick up the phone to your point, and I'll call whoever the ESPN person that covers that conference or that division or whatever. Um, and, and yes, I will do my own homework. The game note's actually the last thing that I get to, to right. be honest with you. But, you know, I'm sure John Miller, as a Hall of Fame guy, has been doing this for so long. He has also a method. Oh, he to knows how to do this. Right. He's proving a point. Right. No, no, He's, for sure. It'll but be, he has a method to his madness. But he yeah. shows up at spring training, and all he needs to do is sit down, call his team, and then, okay, you've provided me with a few notes. We can get through this. I'm just warming up for the season. They gave him zero. Right. I mean, that's, that's to his word. That's, guys, that's pretty Bush League. Yeah. What would you guys think of the uh, J.J. Kendrick Perkins thing today? You guys see I it? saw it. Um, so I love what J- I love how J.J. lit him up. I, I think that I thought it was good because I feel like on that show, that's – what you invite on that show. Mm-hmm. And I don't say that, you know, being disrespectful. Like, I think that show is a debate show. Right. So, and it's rare that you get 
the panelists debating each other right. on that show. So I found that to be interesting. Mm-hmm. And look, at the end of the day, they were cool, right? What at do you think end- of Perkins's argument? Uh, I, I actually, we talked about it on the air the other day, and I said I, the the thing I brought up was, and I don't, and I saw JJ did the same thing. I said, well, he's being a little selective here because I asked Cap, do you think Magic Johnson deserved to be an MVP? Right. And he's like, of course. And mm-hmm. he, I'm like, well, he's never been in the top 10 in right. scoring exactly. any of those years. Yep. So, I mean, that kind of just disproved the argument. I, I just didn't, I love Perk. I just didn't, I don't vibe with him on that. And I think Jokic, could I have made the argument he didn't do, he that somebody else could have won or should have won the two previous? Sure. sure. But on this year, yeah. th- on this year's merit, he's the best player right now. Yep. I like what you said the other day, though, Michael, which was... You were surprised he still had his job yeah. because you thought that it was so mm-hmm. racially motivated. Right. That, racist. It was racist. Yeah, that you thought you know he might not still have his job. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm not for cancel culture. I hate cancel culture. Yeah. If you make a mistake, apologize, let's move on. You know, I hate when people lose their job because of something they said. But that's that didn't stupid. sound like Perk was apologizing. No, he that. ain't apologizing. He's doubling, tripling down on it. Yeah. He, won't, he won't back down on something. Imagine if Adam Schefter says, uh, Mahomes only won because he's black. Are you kidding me? How could he? You wouldn't be able to get away with it. Mm. So the other thing I would push back on Perk a little bit, too, is the the notion when he said today that 80 percent of the voters are 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 white. Yeah. And and that's that's, that's not the case. First of all, what is the percentage? You can you can Google it yourself. You can find it. Now, I know all these people. Right. I would say it's barely above 50 percent in the NBA that the voters are white. Barely above. And he said the white guys are voting for the white guys or white girls. Yeah, I can tell you I've had votes and that stuff before. I've never once considered if a guy's black or white. You think that you just look at if they're good, if they can play. You think the producers are saying, hey, listen, you know what? You've already said it. You believe it, mm-hmm. so keep going. You know what's right. a bigger no? Maybe. They don't. They Maybe. don't. They don't. I don't think they do that. I think in that one, they don't want the they. I bet you they were surprised that it got that heated in Maybe. the control room. It should have been. Yeah. Is my guess. Now, right. what I would say is this: like, I think if you want to talk about MVP travesties, what I would say to Kendrick Perkins is the biggest travesty that I've ever seen. Now, I'm not an MVP voter. Was Derrick Rose? beating LeBron and Dwight Howard the year he won the MVP in 2011. That was legit. They didn't give it to LeBron. LeBron would have had three in a row then. Mm-hmm. But yeah. they didn't give Actually, he might have won. He would have won five in a row because he won four out of five. Yeah. He That was on the heels of the decision. Of the decision. That's the only reason right. he didn't they, win that yeah, year. Yeah, they were mad at him. Huh? Right. The voters. Yeah. yeah. You're right. All right. So short show today for Sedano and Cap as we get ready for Pau Gasol to get his and number we'll retired. Have, uh, the press conference he's having at 430. We'll have some of it on the air today. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Sedano and Cap coming up next. Uh, Crosstalk is brought to you by Coors Light, keeping Southern California chill all season long. Sedano and Cap next, ESPN LA. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. 
Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. 4.15 p.m. in the Southland. Yeah. It is a live imaging Tuesday. George Sedano, Scott Kaplan. Yeah. Let's do it. Come on. Yeah. Bing, ba-da-bop. Ding, ba-da-bop. It is Sedona and Kappa Tuesday afternoon, a live imaging Tuesday. We're all together. The home is Shpuka. It's nice to see you. It is nice to see you to press the flesh. Short show, though, and we have guests actually today, so sorry. Will it be better than yesterday's show? Because that was a stretch. Oh, it was man. a disaster. That was a bad show. Awful yeah. show. George said he had the case of the Mondays. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You guys all had a case of something. Wow. Yeah. I had to turn it off several times, but really? then George is like, turn it back on. Do you hear what Cappy's doing? I'm like, yeah, I'll turn it back on. Do you hear what Lindsay's doing during Radio Tinder? Turn it back on. Okay. <laughs> That's actually not what happened. That is not what he said. I'm just, I'm just spreading around the love. He actually texted me. That was the worst segment we ever did. And I said, I agree. Which segment was it? I think it was like it was six. Big deal or no deal. Because you could hear Sedano texting somebody. Yeah, he wasn't paying attention. And he you were nothing. like, you, you didn't understand Lindsay's questions. Yeah. It was a disaster. Yeah, it was a nightmare. <laughs> Lindsay was, Lindsay, you were so, it was, she was stretching. To try to, because you wouldn't respond, Sedona wouldn't respond, and you didn't well, understand you, the questions. It you was can rough. tell when George is texting during the show because then he'll just like he'll let Cappy go first, and then he'll be like, "Yeah, whatever he said, uh, I agree." Yeah. Well, he, he didn't say that. He just was. No, I actually gave you answers yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was I just, just, a, I just a little delayed. Yeah. Anyway, but well, I listened to what you said. So, what kind of guests do we have? Uh, well, Shiana? we have Ariel Hawani oh, uh, that's, today that's nice. uh, because I nice. I must break down UFC 285. What time is that? Hold on. 445. Oh, no. Four yeah, 445. Okay. Mm-hmm. What time is Slee on the spot? Five. Because I want to handle that one, too. Oh, you got to be in for that. Did you hear what's happened here today? Yeah, I heard. Because tonight. Yeah, he's got to throw to the big live throw. event. And as you guys know, you've yeah. done this. Sometimes timing could be off. The lead up. What if he throws and 30 seconds is left? Yeah. Oh, no. You got to be able to get it right before they go to Lawrence Tanner. And what happens if he goes long and then all of a sudden he's got to rush? And now we go to Paul on the court. <laughs> yeah. You can't I mean, do that. You got to have the right timing. Yeah. Please throw. You don't want to blow the toss. And so you've really made him nervous all day. Well, I needed a bit today to get yeah. that. And, and the other thing is he can't watch the monitor because the monitor's a little delayed. Oh. Maybe he should be in the arena. He is in the arena. Oh, okay. I was going to say because yeah. it sounded like you, you're watching the monitor. No, I'm talking about the monitor here. up there because he's up there. He's not going to be down on the floor. No. But you know, you will at least be able to hear him on 7 10 a.m., which, as John Irwin made a point about Shadano. When he's on national ESPN radio earlier. Yeah, he can't hear me. He can't hear him in LA. I mean, unless you actually have a device where... But I actually think that's not true. Which most of people know. Because our friends at 8.30 a.m., Angels Radio could be playing the game. No, I don't think they're allowed to play Laker games. Our friends, uh, maybe not. On 10.90 San Diego, the Blowtorch, they could be covering the game. They do. I don't know if they I don't know if they aired it on Sunday or not. Though. But they usually you've told me that they air a lot of the ESPN radio. Yes. Games. Or you do. could just be like me and go into the car and listen to the serious satellite radio to hear Shidano calling play by play. See, I didn't do that. George said to me, he goes, Well, why didn't you go get in your car? You've got serious satellite radio. And I said, And well, I said, Well, you don't have the app either, and then if you doesn't even have the app. No. You don't I, have the app? You I just don't download the app. app. I know I didn't download the app. I never used the app on my phone. Do I you should. pay for the app? Um, is there a distinction between the app? Yeah. Is there the, a distinction? There's like a little a little extra. Oh, then uh, come on. What do you no, think? No, you're definitely not <laughs> paying for anything. You're yeah. not paying it's for true. anything. Come but on. it might be already in the package that you already have, is my point. Well, I don't know. The package that I have is the one that, that no longer has Stern. So I don't Then you oh, definitely don't have I know. I gotta you go. got to call them. I'm, I'm calling. I'm canceling. Have Rachel call. Rachel. Oh, she could handle it. No problem. They'd be petrified of her. Yeah. Like I am. Yeah. Well, we know that. Yeah. Yeah. Does your son know that? Does he know that I'm afraid of Rachel? Yeah. Um, I, I, he's here. That's why. I, yeah, you know he. 
decided to leave the radio station. My mm. son came with me today. You guys know. Yeah. And he went down to the yard house here. Yeah, good for him. Because one of his best high school buddies yeah. is a star player for the University of Vermont's basketball team. And whatever conference they play in, yeah. he was the conference player of the year. Okay. And they're trying to wrap up the conference and, and make it to an, another NCAA tournament And they're tournament on TV run. right now? Yeah, so they their game started at 4 o'clock. So. Did, nice. you give him, did you give him the credit card? You know, it's funny you say that. I, I asked him, I said, yo, you got any money? And he's like, You got well, any money, Jack? Yeah. He goes, I got Apple Pay. And I said, okay. And he goes, now if they don't take Apple Pay, then he brought his buddy with him. He goes, then I'll just Venmo him. And I'm like, okay, so you guys have this thing all worked out. It's yeah. not like you come to me and you go, yo, dad, like, throw me a couple of bucks, you know? Yeah. It's not like that. America East, by the way, is the America conference. East. Well, that's yeah. good conference attorney knowledge. Very man. nice job. Yeah. Very nice job. By so, the way, you and I will be doing a lot of uh, March Madness stuff at uh, your favorite place, right? So that was the big announcement today, Cappy. Go ahead. Yes. Yeah, Go so, ahead. So here's the deal. Yeah. So the day of the tip of the NCAA tournament, which is Thursday the 16th. Right. Not only are you and I going to be at Yamavata everybody. 909, we're taking yeah. everybody. The yeah. whole Mishbuka. That's right. I'm talking Travis and Slee, Mason and Ireland, all of us, the nine-hour block mm-hmm. of radio. We call it the nine-hour LA sports mega block. That's what I meant. Yeah. Is uh, all happening from Yamava yeah. and the 909 right. with all these great beers and all these, I mean, 150-plus TVs, plus all the giveaways and autograph memorabilia. So make your plans out, because I think a lot of people on the opening day of the NCAA tournament take the day off from work. I mean, they do it. They, 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 they turn do. it into their own national holiday. Yeah. You know? So come to Yamava yeah. and Press hang the flesh. with us all day long. Right. Yeah. I just wanted to say that. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. It's going to be a great day. Are you going to be there all day long, though? I don't know about all day long, yeah, but now, now here's the thing. Now, yeah. Lindsay Baseball here yeah. is trying to convince me yeah. that Thursday night, the 16th, so we get off the air at 7 o'clock, mm-hmm. and Ja Rule is playing. Yeah. With Ashanti. With Ashanti. Don't forget about Ashanti. Of course not. Okay. You can't forget about Ashanti. I mean, what you? is Ja Rule without Ashanti, right? Right. And so Lindsay Baseball's like, so Cap, you want to hang and, and like go to the Ja Rule show? And I'm like- And Ashanti. Uh, and Ashanti. Don't forget. You can't forget about Ashanti. No. And so I'm, I'm kind of contemplating- We're going. going. From all this basketball, basketball, right into Ashanti and Ja Rule. See, I changed it all We got tickets. Up. We're going. George, Let's you want to go see Ja Rule? On the 16th? Yeah, it's Thursday. We get off the air at 7. And then we go walk right over to the concert. You want to go home that night or you want to stay? Or you could leave after the concert. A late night. I'll figure yeah. it out. I have a game the night before. Oh, so you do. Yeah. You do. Um, so I'm already coming in like from a late night. Well, so's John Ireland. He's actually making an appearance. He right. said he's going to be in Houston. He doesn't play the f- No, he uh, says the night before he, he's not going to land until 3 o'clock in the right. morning. He mm-hmm. says he's going right to Yamava. Right, but, but I, I, I can go to Yamava. Um, obviously, I'll be at Yamava, but I don't know if I'm going to stick around for the concert. But John's place. actually going to appear at Yamava. But this not, is a rare John Ireland appearance. Wow. not But not the concert. Can't get him to the pickleball oh, No, he's not tournament. going to Ja Rule, no. no. Yeah. You know you, you know, want to hear, where would I be without my baby? That'd be great. Mm. That's the might be his opener, I mean, right? I kind of was out on Ja Rule after Firefest, to be honest Still, but it'll still be fun nostalgia. For you know? me, I had to get the water across the thing. I mean, yeah. I think you should For stay. me, it's very nostalgic. I would potentially for Ashanti, but no. We're going to get a room at Yamava. Yeah. And you and I could snuggle. No. Nope. We could spoon. Nope. No, no, I can't do that, huh? No. Why not? No. What's the big deal? It's not a sleepover. Come no. on. No. no. Are you going to bring Rachel's uh, overnight bag of tricks? The stuff she has <laughs> in that bag? <laughs> I, could, uh, I, could, uh, I could share them with Georgie. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> He's like, definitely no. I could use yeah. them on George. 
You know? <laughs> Check hey his now. oil. You hey know now. what I'm saying? Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. <laughs> yeah, he can find that Netflix thing, put something steamy on the TV. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Gets to get us fired up. So, no, then. The answer is no. Oh, now, now you're not. Yeah. Now you're now out on Ja Rule. Now is a defi- really? definitive no. Really? Yes. Yeah. What about the backstage meet and greet before Ja Rule goes out? You don't want to go out there and mm. take pictures with Ja Rule? No, I'm cool. All right. Yeah. Ashanti? Maybe Ashanti, as I said. She'd be the only enticing reason. Um, but, yeah, no. Yeah. You hear this? He's not into I it. I mean, it's so so nostalgic to me. I agree. Crazy. You should go. You should want to be my baby. Because every thug needs a lady. That's what he says. There you go, Cappy. <laughs> every thug needs a lady. Straight facts. That's truth. That's clean truth. So that's the thing. Thursday, March 16th, plan to be with us at Yamava, and then Saturday, March 18th. Well, don't we back the following week after we that? Are. We are. The you 23rd. and me. The 23rd, yeah. 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 And then we're back again, potentially, like the championship game. Yeah, which I think is April 5th. 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 No, 5th? 2nd. 2nd. 3rd. 5th. 3rd. 4th. 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 I think. It's the 3rd. <laughs> Might be the 8th. It's the 3rd. Not it's sure. Monday the 3rd. Not sure. It's the Monday third. the 3rd. For Jim Nance's last, are you going to have Jim Nance on? It's his last Final Four. Would you like to have Jim Nance on? If you want to. Will you have him on? I would love to. You're not embarrassed by this show. Because um, I know you'll have him on your San Diego extravaganza. Yeah, but yeah, no, he, he likes you, coming on there. He likes long format talk. You know what I mean? Well, plus he's he's nearby down there. And uh, yeah, uh, where does he live? Um, well, I Nashville. thought he was from Houston. <laughs> no, I thought he has a house in San Diego. Yeah, no, he he um, he moved from Connecticut to uh, Pebble Beach. Yeah, Pebble. And then realized that he couldn't get to any NFL games from Pebble Beach. It was too much of a headache. So my man moved to Nashville, Tennessee, in the middle. Yeah, just moved to Nashville. But I'm didn't like, he used to live in Houston, which is kind of like in the so middle? Yeah, anyway. so he, he did, went yeah. to college. Yeah, he went yeah, to right. college. He and Fred Couples were, right. were college roommates. Right. Fred's right. got great tempo still in that yeah, golf Yeah, it still looks really nice, Oh, huh? it's nice. Yeah. So I have a question for you, Chris. Yeah. Um, since it is lit today, Live, Live Imaging, Imaging Tuesday. Tuesday, right? Yeah. And you do have your pickleball madness paddle here. I do. Now, we've all been practicing. Yeah. You know, I even sent you guys a picture on Sunday night. I was out there working hard. Yeah. You know? You, I thought you were getting worked, though. I was getting worked. Okay. Worked hard. Yes. You tell me. Mm-hmm. Have you done any practicing of any kind yet? Is, is he playing? I'm a natural-born athlete. I understand that. Yeah, but, but also- you're not, But you're not playing. I am. Team oh, Sexy Classy, oh. named after uh, our uh, not-girlfriend Lisa. Right. Right. And the license plates on the car. Right. Yeah. She actually has a Mercedes, and on the back of it, the license plate is Sexy Classy. Yeah. yeah. It's in my house currently, because she's in New York for a year. Anyway. I digress. Mm-hmm. Team Sexy Classy is myself and Matt Burke. Uh-huh. Oh, you got Burke. But here's the thing. I have to MC that day and right. host a lot of the fun and frivolity along yeah. with our boss, the yeah. great Amanda Brown. Right. So I think I might have to get a ringer. You mean you need a ringer like somebody to play for you? Yes. Okay. All right. Because, you know, here's what I suggest. And you know what happened earlier today on the station? Tell me. Travis right. said that him and Burke... Matt yes. Burke, you can find the photo at ESPN Los Angeles right. on Twitter and Instagram. Have a similar build. He said they're pretty no. much the same guy. Would you guys all agree that Travis and Burke have a similar build? <laughs> no. Maybe Travis like 15 years ago. Yeah. No. Mid-2000s, Travis? Yeah. Working on the smack off? Yeah. 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 But not Travis in no. 2023. Travis said, he goes, there's a lot of similarities between me and Matt Burke. We're there's, both college both, athletes. Both tall. He goes, yeah. He goes, yeah. And, and Matt's like 6'6". Six, six yeah. Trav's like 6'3". Yeah. You know, so he says we're, we're both tall guys. We're both former no, college athletes. No, that's what I'm saying. Travis Rogers 15 years ago is very much like Matt Burke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Travis doesn't sound confident at all. Well, I don't think he is. Yeah. I mean, he, he's unlike me and George, who have sort of like ridiculous over-the-top bravado about these sorts of things. Yeah, but Sedano's got that backhand that we're all seeing on social media. That's yeah, a good it's, backhand. It's looking pretty good. It's it, looking good. Pretty my good? Con- my concern with Sedano is, is that... The only real understanding he has of the game is learned on YouTube. It's not learned in practical. Well, people learn how to change their oil on YouTube, no so right. or TikTok. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So I, mean, I learned how to make a chaffle on TikTok over the weekend. You know what a chaffle is? I don't. As you know, for Lent, I gave up hard liquor and uh-huh. carbohydrates. How's that know? going? Amazing. I feel really? amazing. Oh, good for but you. But a chaffle, you get a, like a mini waffle maker, like yeah. one of those dash ones at Target for nine bucks. You put an egg in there, some grated cheese. Yeah. Three minutes. Bam! No Boom. way. You're done. You got a chaffle. Yeah, and you put some bacon so in the middle. Good. Oh, yeah. it's beautiful. So you gave up hard alcohol. Yeah. And what? And and carbs. Because like, I went on like a week long pizza fest. Yeah. Then I definitely thought I had diabetes, and I felt like I was going to die. And I was right. like, "It's time. Okay. It's time to get back to the bacon. Okay, get back to the meat. All right, the veggies." And as far as like, you give up hard alcohol during Lent, mm-hmm. but that means you'll still drink what? Wine. Uh, any? Well, not beer because you gave up carbs. Because carbs. Right. Yeah. Been right. drinking this, a lot of wine. The this is very good. It's yeah. very good. You know, yeah. I've seen Mark Wahlberg here recently. Every day, Sedano and I talk. You know, four times a day. But right. the last conversation, which usually happens after the show, yeah, he says, "What are you going to decant tonight?" Right. Oh, really? And then what I say, the "What, what are you going to decant?" Yeah. And then we compare wines. Yeah. Well, I see Mark Wahlberg gave up uh, also drinking for uh, for Lent because I watch him on Instagram and he keeps showing me his abs and his guns. Yeah, right. You know, and he's like, "Hey, look, I I I'll get back to it." How many days is Lent from from 40, the start to finish? Forty, 40 days. Huh? But technically, you can have Sundays off, but I don't follow it that way because to me, that's. It's kind of like, like saying you're married only six days a week, which yeah. would actually be perfect. That would be right. nice, yeah, actually. Be I mean, nice, the seventh yeah. day of the week, it's like, yeah. go do your thing. Yeah. Yeah. Come back happy. Like exactly. the purge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Coming up next, Cappy. Tell, uh, me. tell me. Insanity happened today in the National Football League with all these quarterbacks. Let's get to that. Uh, we'll uh, obviously, we'll, we'll, we may have Pow, right? So Pow is supposed to speak to the media here sometime pow, after pow. 4.30. Uh, if that happens, we will bring it to you live so you can at least hear the beginning of what Pow has to say about what's going to be an incredible night at Crypto.com Arena. So we'll have all that coming up. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Yes, indeed. 4.30 p.m. at the Southland. Shit out of a cap live imaging Tuesday. Oh, yeah. On this day, March 7th, 1985, USA for Africa released We Are the World as a oh, single. God. Choice we're making. We're saving our own lives. Remember way back on the morning show, the old days when we broke down the song yeah. to like five different sections? Yeah. Those were the days. Like what? Did you guys like... like- Pull out Bruce Springsteen, yes, you know, or Michael Jackson. Well, and we also wondered Cindy aloud Lopper. why certain people were omitted. Well, well, who's the artist that you could listen to the the raw version? Yeah, and look at Michael and Lionel yeah. Richie just staring at her like, who was it? it oh, was, she does the skin commercials for eczema. It's oh. the artist. Oh, not Dion Warwick, is it? No, no. Are you crazy? They weren't looking at Dion Warwick. Does she have? Does Dion Warwick have eczema? I don't know. I know who you're talking about. Because you can find it on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, really? Of them just singing raw. Yeah. And it goes like Huey Lewis into her or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like off key, and Michael's just like. Everybody's like, whoa. (laughs) Nice. Cindy Lauper. It might be Cindy Lauper. It, it might be Cindy Lauper. Yeah. Yeah, because she's kind of like screaming, doing her Cindy Lauper thing. Yeah? Yeah. 
It's Does not she good. have eczema? I don't know. She might. <laughs> yeah. She might I have Googled it. Googled it. That's what it came up. Really? Oh, yeah. Then that's so it. You Googled it? Googled what? Cindy Lauper should not have been yeah. there. Like, let's well, be honest. she was hot at the time. Right. She had a lot of hits going right. on. She had, well, the the uh, the controversy at that time was Cindy Lauper over Madonna, right? Right. And in retrospect, like, Cindy Lauper was hot that one year, right, right. When, that mo- when that song came out. But Madonna clearly, obviously, the queen of pop, basically, yeah. you know, not yeah. and omitted from that. Exactly. Kind no, of, you're right. One of my favorite Chris Rock specials, you know, because I like Chris Rock, which apparently is not an okay thing to say any longer. Oh, Jesus. Wow, Goodness Why gracious. are your panties all in a bunch? You're still holding oh, on to that? Yeah, no, well, so Chris Rock at one point has this whole bit about how Michael Jackson versus Prince, and, my, and Chris Rock says, Prince won, you know? Uh, Madonna won, but yet they had Cyndi Lauper. Right. Did, did Prince me? win? I mean, that's what Chris Rock said. But then again... Chris Rock is only trying to appeal to guys like me, so you know, Man, he's a bad you... guy and I'm a bad guy. Wow. I'm a bad. I'm a bad guy for liking the Chris Rock special. Okay. Oh my God, people! Like the 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 <laughs> anger yesterday on social media. Okay, Mister Middle Age White Guy, you liked Chris Rock? Like, there's something wrong with me and Chris. You know? Well, you are a middle aged white guy. I know that's true. That is actually true. I mean, you are. That's true. I am. And he's also a middle aged black guy. So there's that. Right. And, and you got to remember, his first two specials, the ones that people are referencing, oh. are literally legendary. Legendary. This was not that. I liked it. I mean, that's fine. You could like it. Yeah. Liked I liked it a lot. You know, just wasn't for me. Yeah. It was you, I. You said he wasn't clever. I did not think he was clever. No, I thought he was great. Yeah. Did you see it yet? No. Don't but, watch it. <laughs> Don't even watch it, because if you watch it and you tweet about it, <laughs> people might get angry about wow. the fact that Are you Are like you upset, Kathy? Yes or no? Yeah, you, I'm pissed. You sound like Chris Rock now, yelling about yeah. uh, calling everyone a B-word on the... Uh, By the I way, mean, while we fill some time before Pau Gasol gets up there. Yeah. Oh, you, yeah, let us know when Pau's up there. Do you know what Cappy did earlier? So he walks into the control room where Corporate Greg and Producer Jorge are, and they, they literally, he's talking to us, and then there's this sound. Oh, yeah, you farted. I don't know if that's true. And we both looked at him like, were you not going to say anything? And we're like, hey, we heard that. And he's like, yeah, yeah, sorry, guys. I didn't say sorry. But you acted like we wouldn't hear that. Well, and to I me, didn't... it just seems a little odd yeah. between three guys. Yeah. And you're, we're standing in a room together talking. Yeah. And we're close to you, by the right, way. Right, right. And you just do that. Yeah. You just pass a little air. Yeah. We hear it. Right. And you pretend like it didn't happen. Well, I was trying to blow it off, you know, I uh, because it wasn't intentional. You know what I mean? It wasn't one of these things where so it's like, it hey, guys, snuck check out? this out. It just yeah, snuck out. It just sort of fell out. You may want to have that checked. Maybe. Um, but I think that as you get a little older, sometimes you think that it's going to be one thing and it turns into another. I thought it was going to be completely silent. I would get away with it. No problem. I could just crop dust the room just for my own personal laughter. But it turns out that it actually made a, a, a somewhat loud sound. And I don't like to talk about flatulence on the radio. I think that's simple radio. But yeah. I would just was appalled not by it. Not clever. You. It's not clever. Right. Not clever. Mm-hmm. What about the actual act of doing it and then trying to act like you if didn't do it? If you do, do keto, it. you don't have that problem. No, frankly. really? No. Is that yeah. the deal? Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, it happened. I mean, it, what can I say? It happened. Now, like Kike Hernandez was talking about this the other day, he thought it was going to be gaseous. It turned out to be liquid. In this case- Oh, come on, Kathy. All I'm saying is- uh, and thankfully, keep, I was able to keep it together. Shinano yeah. and Cap continues now. I'm walking out. Yeah. All right. Uh, today was an insane day when it came to the National Football League. Right. And um, as we wait for this POW thing. Now, Lindsay, you say that pow, pow. you can't find it on Spectrum. It's not on TV. It's not on the Lakers website. Right. I, it's not on YouTube. Well, Amanda told me yesterday that it was supposed to run somewhere. So we, um, We're all looking for it. So I will, uh, I, you know, we can ask if she's still here. Uh, perhaps she would know. I have text Trudell as well because I'm sure he would know. Yeah. So um, in the interim. Yeah, tell me. 
what was the bigger deal today? Is it Actually, let's play a little game here. Laura, right. do you have, like, game show music? I want, like, g game show music. What's the name of this game show you're going to play? It's going to be called Something, Nothing, uh -huh. or Everything. Okay. Okay, All so right. Trudell has answered. He says, don't think so. Spectrum will run some during pregame show, I'm sure. Can Trudell so do a, ask him to do us a favor, though? Yeah. Is he in the arena yet? I'm assuming. Okay, ask Trudell if he could walk up to a speaker, take his phone... Put us on speakerphone, and then we could hear it through Trudell's phone. I mean, that's not that much of an ask. No, that's pretty terrible. Do you think it is? Yeah. Yeah. Let's think get that's to the too game. Too much. Yeah. It's and also it would sound terrible. Too much to ask. Amanda huh? has confirmed. We even have like the direct lineup, and it's not. Okay. Can't find it. Okay. Um, something, nothing, or everything. Something, nothing, or everything. I'm with you. Go okay. Ahead. The Jets are meeting with Aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. Something, nothing, or everything. Something. Okay. Something. Why uh, something? Well, look, you take the head coach, the new offensive coordinator who is his offensive coordinator in Green Bay, yeah. front office staff, right. you put him on the PJ, you put him on the private jet, yeah. you fly him cross country, yeah. you bring him here to Southern California because you're here to woo him. Right, because he may he's still considering retirement as a possibility, I've been told. Remember, I told you that this upcoming Saturday down at Saddleback College is a big charity flag football game that Aaron Rodgers is highlighting. And you're going to get the scoop. I will be there, yeah. and I will get all up in his binnet yeah. and try and find out what's going on. Do you think he actually retires, though? No. And leaves $100 million on the line? No, I do not. Yeah. I think Aaron Rodgers plays. I think that the um, the Packers have had enough of Aaron Rodgers. They probably realize now that they should have gotten out of the Aaron Rodgers business a year ago. Right, where they could have gotten more. And I think Aaron Rodgers winds up, I think it is something. I think he could very conceivably go to the Jets. Okay, Lamar Jackson, one of, uh, I believe, nearly 10 players mm -hmm. who got franchise tagged today mm -hmm. with the non-exclusive tag, right. which means that outside teams, basically like a restricted free agent in basketball, outside mm -hmm. teams can uh, offer him a contract and the Ravens have the right to match and if they don't want to match their compensation is two first round picks it's a brilliant move by the Ravens so for me it's everything okay it's a brilliant move by the Ravens because clearly Lamar Jackson doesn't want to play for them mm -hmm. and I say that because this dance has been going on for two years mm -hmm. and during the latter part of the regular season Lamar Jackson I believe was healthy enough to contribute to his team did not want to wait, take the risk. Wait, now you're saying that he did, that he you're you're saying you didn't believe he was injured. That's right. What are you a doctor? No, not a doctor. Then what? what how the hell would you know? Well, I don't. I didn't examine him. Right. I didn't, I didn't have a chance to actually take take a look at his MRI. So, why would you say something I, so reckless? I didn't take his I didn't take his his X-ray. Put it up to the light here and, yeah. and take a take why a good glimpse of it. Why would you say something like that? Because I think that his actions tell us that he doesn't want to be there. I think that his actions tell us... I think us, he'd want to be there if they gave him the contract he wanted. Well, he, they're not going to. Right. I've been telling you this for a long time. But you know why they're not going to give him the contract that he wants? Because they don't want to give him a guaranteed, fully guaranteed contract because he always gets hurt? Because they're all pissed off at the Browns. Of course. I, t I explained that to you. Right. But what I'm telling you is that's nonsense. It's the only sport that has non-guaranteed contracts. And it's actually the sport, if anything, I can make the case, and I know you'll say you'll make the opposite case, that deserves to guaranteed some more guarantees than probably the other sports because of the physicality of it. I don't have any issue with it. I'm just saying that it's it's not what they do I in that sport. The, I think the owners, well, event, well, they broke the, they already broke the code. One guy broke the code. Okay. And the rest of the owners are pissed at the guy. Right. And if the next guy does it, then everybody's going to be pissed at that person. Then, then But the eventually that's it. Fall. The floodgates have, have opened that. That will point. happen. If the, that, the Unless they're going to collude. And if that's the case, then we got a big problem on our hands. Well, here's the thing. I, I think it was brilliant by you the You love owners. 
I don't you really, do. Uh, you do. You always side with the owners. I, Why, I, you were a player, Scott Kaplan. I know, but... What the hell happened to you at one point? You went from being one of the, the guys in solidarity, arm in arm, lock and step yeah. with your Pitt Panthers brothers yeah. as a football team. Right. And now you're just a schlep for the owners. I mean, you're I just, gutless, Cappy. You're I, gutless. I guess so. I guess so. I mean, look, it's just the bottom line is they're not going to let the players break them. You know, and and so you know, you say that they should have all these guaranteed contracts. Well, that's why we always hear about guaranteed money versus what the contract could potentially be. I thought it was brilliant today by the Ravens for this reason. Let somebody else make him the offer he wants. Let somebody else give him the money he wants, and this way, and if, then you're going to get only two first round picks, which is not enough compensation I'll, for him. I'll I'll take my two first round picks rather than nothing. I'll take my two first round picks rather than a guy choosing not to play because he's not being paid. So I thought it was a great move today by the Ravens. Are I, you on the Bishotti payroll? I mean, I mean, that's a good payroll to be on. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't mind being on that. I'm payroll. just saying, I'm not. I mean, but I would say I'm on the Bashadi payroll. Like Cappy, you got to be on the AD payroll. Cappy, you know what I'm saying? Cap, well, I mean, God forbid the guy's just trying to play through some pain. I mean, it's show him like, compassion what, or go to hell. What? What? Uh, you know, I mean, the guy's playing through pain. What is? What kind of pain does Bashadi have right now? He's got a big pain. It's called Lamar Jackson. I mean, jeez. All right, so I for me that's in everything. Okay. All right. And then lastly, yeah, Tom Brady tweeting out. That if anyone thinks he's going to come back to play football, they have never adopted a two-month-old cat for their daughter. That's something, right. nothing, or everything. Well, I've already used the something. You don't have to use one of each. Oh, you can, okay. You can use whatever you want. Well, then this is everything. Oh, okay. Then this is everything. I mean, so Tom you mean Brady, he's not coming back then? Oh, no. I you think believe Tom, him. I think Tom Brady is trying to- Subterfuge. Uh, he's yeah, he's sending the dogs, or in yeah. this case, the cats, in the opposite yeah, direction. Why are you laughing, you know? Subterfuge? It's a good yeah. word. You didn't, yeah. you didn't think you'd hear that today it's on Sports Radio. It's a solid word. Solid word. It's a great word. Yeah, really is. Yeah. And it took me a while to figure out, you know- Well, just by the syntax, saying. you can figure it out. Yeah. But- I think that Tom Brady is saying to everybody, look, here comes Rich Eisen back from the NFL scouting combine. And After bla- running his 40. Right, and blasting everybody. Hey, look, I heard all these rumors. Phillip Rivers wanted to come back. Well, he was knocking on Miami's door. Everybody yeah. wants to co- co- play quarterback in Miami because Tyreek Hill's there. Including Tom Brady. Right. Tom Brady. Well, that was the original plan. That's yeah. why the Dolphins lost the first round pick. I mean, and, and if Brian Flores doesn't blow the whistle, Tom Brady is probably in Miami. And, and probably has a piece of the pie. Like, probably becomes one of the owners. Yeah. So I think Tom Brady today has made his point. Hey, people, do you understand what it is to be a father of a little girl who just adopted a little kitten? I can't be coming back to play football. But you see, that's just, to use your word, subterfuge. Subterfuge, yes. Yes, that's right. Hey, Excellent you, use. You, when you use it there like that, though, you no. need, you need no. a different tense. I do? Yeah. Well, how do you change the tense? <laughs> well, you, you, how do you, how do you, you use it as like a, you use it as a <laughs> verb there. Yeah. Oh, oh. All right. Well, I tried. I think it would be subterfuging. I tried. <laughs> right. That's what he is doing. Right, that is the, uh, the game that is sweeping the uh, the Southland. Something, nothing, or everything. I like that game. Yeah. Uh, all right. Coming up next, Ariel Hawani. We will talk to the most important writer when it comes to, or actually important media personality when it comes to covering MMA. He's the best in the business. So we're going to have him on coming up. He's also a big Knicks fan. So um, I'm sure he's going to crow about that since they're coming to town in a couple of days. I'm Mitchie Tuesday. Quarter before 5 p.m. in the Southland on Shinano and Cap. Happy birthday. She turned 61 today. Taylor Dane. I love Taylor Dane. You got to tell it to my heart, yo. Oh, you know it. I saw Taylor Dane, by the way, uh, when UCLA was playing in the Holiday Bowl two years ago before they bailed out. Remember the whole defensive line got COVID? I saw Taylor Dane play the Friday night before the game or the Thursday night. She still got it. 
Yeah. I'll tell you right now. Quality she, performance. She still got it. That's nice. Yeah. Open for the flock of seagulls. I love the flock of seagulls. I actually heard that song on Kareth today. I ran. I ran so far away. It's true. I wouldn't get away. Ariel Hawani cannot get away from us. We love Ariel Hawani. He has a theme song um, that Laura always remembers to play for him coming on. Um, Ariel Hawani is the best in the business at covering MMA. He joins us now. Follow him on social media, uh, on Twitter, at Ariel Hawani. I believe also on Instagram as well. And, of course, subscribe to his podcast, The MMA Hour, which is also like four hours. Now, is is each one The MMA Hour, or like can you just rechange the, the branding there? Like, What is it with The MMA Hour being four hours? Well, thank you for asking that, and thank you for having me back on. You know, when I hear that music, it brings about mixed emotions, fellas, because... Um, <clears throat> I believe we stumbled upon that song during the pandemic when Sedano and I were colleagues. Now I see him still very much a big shot, if not an even bigger shot at the worldwide leader. I'm just, you know, a lowly media guy trying to make it in this biz again. Um, and so it feels like the separation between us has grown wider and wider. But I appreciate the fact that you still remember me and and, 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 and want to have me on. But wait a second. Uh, but wait a second. My, my Hebraic Hermano, didn't you become like the HBO real sports guy? Yeah, that's right. You, you're, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're there with Brian Gumbel. Right. When Bryant lowers his glasses, right. you are also lowering right. your glasses. Right. When, he, when he takes his glasses off and he turns to the other yeah, camera. Yeah, you, you're doing you know, the same yeah. thing. And he says things at the end like, you know, for all the good folks here at HBO's real sports. And he yeah. means you. You're yeah, one of the you're good part folks. of that. Exactly. You are a good folk. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I appreciate that. You know, I, I'm, I'm a very humble guy, so I appreciate you guys bringing that up. Uh, yes, Bryant has been tremendous. It's great to be a part of the Real Sports family. But to answer the initial question, the show started off as an hour. It kept growing and growing and growing. And uh, I felt weird about changing it. And I grew up in a great place called Canada. And it was a very popular show, Friday nights, on the CBC in Canada called This Hour Has 22 Minutes. Ah. And so I always felt if that show could be successful with, uh, you know, a misnomer, so can mine. Yes, I, I love the MMA Hour and all four of them, uh, usually. Uh, I do get I try my best to listen to as much of it as possible on a given day. So uh, I always appreciate your insight, which is why we brought you on. So John Jones misses, what, nearly 1,200 days or whatever since his last fight um, and goes in there and wins in such a... A, such quick fashion that I think it surprised me at the very least. Like I, I went into this thinking, okay, if it gets to the ground, he's got a clear advantage. Um, but I didn't think a it would happen that quickly and B that, that surreal gun would just give up that easily, even though he did have uh, the hooks in there. Uh, what did you make of that particular performance? Blown away. I was absolutely blown away. Uh, honestly, I didn't think John was going to win. I think a lot of people, or at least I thought a lot of people were making excuses for John and were saying, oh, you know, his last three performances, yeah, they were lackluster, but it's really because he was lacking motivation. The competition wasn't great, blah, blah, blah. And I was saying, no, I don't believe that. I believe he's getting older. I believe, you know, years of perhaps abusing his body were catching up to him, and uh, we were starting to see the results of all that. And then that, plus three years off, plus moving up to heavyweight, fighting a younger guy like Surreal Gunn, I thought it was a recipe for disaster. And boy, was I wrong. That was an unbelievable performance. Um, I do think that to a degree, Surreal kind of buckled under the pressure. Yes. But yes. That's, that's a testament to John Jones. Like, that's because of who he is. Right. In, um, in fact, you know, Ariel, he looked amazing. I, I was telling George yesterday, go back and watch this. Maybe you already have. When, when these guys come to the center of the octagon before the fight and they say, you know, tap gloves and come out, 
Gon kind of gives him like this weird little love respect tap in the chest. And I said to my son, who I'm watching, I go, he's dead meat. My son's like, no, he's, I'm like, no, he's dead meat. He's showing John too much respect. Um, and it was a small gesture. It was one that I picked up. I don't know if you saw it or if you think I'm out of my mind, but I don't know, man. I, I was pretty disappointed in Gon's performance. Not only did I see it, and then the first uh, strike that he threw was an accidental low blow, yeah, which to me yeah. spoke to like, oh, man, he's a little bit nervous here. Like yeah. It was literally the first five, ten seconds of the fight. Um, and then you saw the takedown, which was super impressive, but we know that Gunn's uh, Achilles heel, so to speak, is his wrestling, is his takedown defense. But then John went to work, and you know there was a part of me that was like, damn, I kind of wish we got a little bit more. Like yes. I wanted to see how yeah. heavyweight Jones looked, but uh, this is a blessing for the UFC because they get the superstar back. He looks fantastic. And because he comes out unscathed, maybe they could run it back really quickly, have him return in July against one of the all-time great athletes in the history of the sport who comes from one of the all-time great cities in the history of the world, the 216-CLE Cleveland till I die. Only great people come from Cleveland. I love all things Cleveland, and so I think this will be great for Cleveland. Did Lindsay put you up to that? Nope. No, I've never heard of that person before. I have oh. no idea who oh. you're talking okay. about. Right. Just checking. Uh, uh, all right, so he, he, he fights Steve. The truth is, by the way, George, the truth is, I hate Cleveland, and my Knicks are about to take over Cleveland in fourth place. So I, I picked. I found you here. It's us taking over fourth place, baby. <laughs> I actually, two weeks in a row, I've been asked on around the horn, can the Knicks win a series? And I've said both times, if they play, if they play the Cavs, they can win that series. I knew I loved you. Oh, We're stop! Coming. Stop! Big, big game tonight. <laughs> We're going for ten straight against the Hornets. Then we're going to the West Coast. We're going to do damage there. The hottest team in the NBA. Yeah, sure, the Bucks could, you know, have a say in that. But listen, we're on fire these days, and uh, I'm very excited about it all. And yes, Cleveland Cavaliers fans, we're coming for you. And we heard all the things that you said about the Donovan Mitchell deal. We got something for you. Just wait. Oh wow! I smell a friendly wager there. Oh, look at that! All right, look at that wager. Do you wager, Helani? I don't. I'm a wuss. Yeah, 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 I am too. I get, yeah. I get that. Hey, let me ask you this, just to get back to what you said about being disappointed in the John Jones, like in the result, because it's two minutes and four seconds. Like I right away did the exact same thing that most people do when I was following you on Twitter that night. I was like, hey, you know what? Like I wanted more. Like I, I, I and then I was, and then you got destroyed. I got destroyed. <laughs> and 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 Ariel, here's the thing. Here's the thing, dude. I would say you're an you're an MMA insider. I'm a way outsider. I'm watching on TV, man. I'm, yeah. I'm a casual fan. But I actually spent the 80 bucks for the fight. Now, look. The now, under- that, that's a big thing for right. you. That is a huge part right. of all You this. don't want to spend right. the 80 if bucks. If I would have gone to a friend's house and he paid for it, yeah. I wouldn't have been disappointed. Right. But the fact that I had to pay for it. Right. Now, look. The undercard was great. There were a lot of really great fights. But when I went on Twitter and said I thought it was disappointing, I don't know what people are so up, up in arms about. Like, it's two minutes and four seconds. There are no blows thrown. I just wanted to see John Jones get into a real brawl. Instead, it was, it was just a quick choke out. I, t- I totally get it. I understand where you're coming from. Uh, the counter to that would be certainly from the UFC, but also from, you know, the hardcore community, you know, which I am a part of. Uh, you got a great card and you got five really good fights. Um, there were no clunkers. There were no stinkers. Yep. And that's what the UFC sells you, right? Like they, they're, they're obviously going to push the main event. It has always been that way. But for the pay-per-views, unlike in boxing, um, you know, I can't wait for Javante Davis versus Ryan Garcia in April. 
I can't tell you a single other fight on that card as of right now, and I don't know if there's going to be another big fight on that card, right? Here's John Jones coming back, and you had Bo Nickel, this unbelievable yeah. superstar, young stud on the card. You had Valentina Shevchenko, the best pound-for-pound female fighter at the time in the world, fighting in the co-main event. You had great fights like Shavkat Rachmanov against Jeff. You know, I know to the casual fans these ma- names mean nothing, but trust me, that was a really, really good offering from the UFC. So I get it. I, too, would have liked to see more, but I didn't feel necessarily cheated because I felt like the five fights were really good on the card. Well, and people here in Southern California are very excited for Grasso, uh, the first Mexican uh, yeah. female champion. So, I mean, yeah, it's it's it was – look, I was stunned. I walked in to the house because I, I ended up watching the other fights later. Um, I got home. I was out with the family, and I got home – and I literally hit by and John was walking to the to the octagon. I'm like, oh, perfect timing. And then so I felt disappointed only because of that, because I'm like, crap, I didn't get home in time to watch any of the other stuff. I literally get here and the fights like two minutes. And that's why didn't it. you, Mr. Technology? Why didn't you like because I was out with I know. And you could have been watching the fight at the, the G League game. I wasn't getting I was paying attention to my children. Yeah, and a G League okay. game. Yeah, but I we were there with like a, a, a couple of another family. Multitask. Like, no, I'm not doing that. I could go back and watch the fight. It was easy. But yeah, I, that I was like, oh man, damn, that that was a lot faster than I thought. But let's let's fast forward real can quick. I just say one thing, yeah. and, and I, I'm a, I'm a big pro wrestling fan, so I I love and respect kayfabe, George. As you know, you know what kayfabe is, right? I do not. Like like kayfabe is like. You know, the Undertaker was the the master of respecting kayfabe, meaning like you never saw him out of character. Right. We we we, we always believed that he was the dead man. All this stuff. Yes. So I don't want to disrespect kayfabe, but like I said, you are a big shot at ESPN, my friend. And I don't know if you were doing this as a bit or not, but I have to call you out on the kayfabe. You get ESPN Plus pay-per-view for free. You shouldn't have bought that. I hope you know this, and I hope you are not buying pay-per-views. You need to talk to someone about that because when I was there, I was getting them on the house. So now let's come clean. Did you press buy? I did. I swear to God, I'll show. I'll send you the. I will. I, I will send you the screenshot from my Apple Pay. I was this close to going on to our employer portal and seeing if there was something on the front page like, "Hey, ESPN employees, you get to fight for free." And I, I was too lazy to get up and go do that. And I wound up spending the eighty bucks on the fight. There's got to be a way to get it for free. Maybe the, the times have changed since I left, uh, but when I was there, we and maybe they gave it to us because we're the MMA team and we had to watch it for our jobs, but I'd be surprised. I feel like you guys need to bring that up. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I I'm calling Glenn to, tomorrow. Yeah, I'm raising I'm hell, I'm I'm raising raising hell with somebody. I don't want to say his name, but yeah. I, I feel like this is where... Wow, you actually sent me the text. I did. You son of a gun. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Oh, boy, he I is, feel horrible. Now. Listen, he loves See, buying you're, stuff. You're yeah. I, I am. But anyway, um, so we got to wrap here in a second. Um, Stipe and John, just quick analysis, thoughts, way way too early, obviously several months before the fight, but just kind of quick thoughts on it. Love it. Will be a tougher fight. Stipe's the most decorated heavyweight champion in UFC history, but he hasn't fought in two years. He's a full-time firefighter. How dedicated is he? We shall see. This is all John has. Stipe's wrestling is better. His striking is better than John. But I just don't know if uh, there's a lot left. And, and, and it feels like John is reinvigorated, rejuvenated. So tough fight for Stipe, tougher fight for John. But right now I'm leaning towards John again. Uh, Ari Hawani, the best in the business at covering MMA. Um, and you can watch him on... We're coming to L.A. 
to stop the Lakers and the Clippers, baby. Look out. <laughs> he's a, 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 an insane Knicks fan, as you hear there as well. And he uh, he's, he's going crazy. full Heelwani on you right there. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, thank Thibodeau, coach of the year. Emmanuel, quickly, six man. I'll keep going until you cut me off. <laughs> Get out of here, Heelwani. Get out of here. All right, he's out of here. All right, we got to go to break. We're up against it. Uh, Alan Sliwa from the arena. Pau Gasol retirement next.